welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives, and I am your host, Bruce Anthony. It's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. On today's episode, we're going to be dilly-daddling like we normally do, but we're going to be talking about how we spent the weekend with each other this past weekend. Then we're going to talk about some current events. Of course, we're going to address the mass shooting in, in Maine. We're going to talk about uh, the new House Speaker. And we're going to be talking about Mike Meadows or Mark Meadows getting immunity. And then we're going to be talking about Dwight Howard. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. I can't call it. Man, I had a good time last weekend. Yeah, it was fun. I, you know, we cleaned out our mother's garage, but right. it ended up actually being fun. It was a nice project. I think it was like the first time that you, me, and our brother have like worked together on a project. It is absolutely the first time yeah. <laughs> that, we've, that we've worked together on a project. Yeah. And and everybody was pulling their weight. And everybody was participating. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. We've yeah. been put on projects before growing up. Oh yeah. Break the, the leaves, do the every, laundry. Yeah. yeah, we've definitely done that before. But this is the first time that we all contributed and it was fun. It was, it was nice working with you guys. So I've been debating whether or not I was gonna say this on the air. Oh god. And I, you know, after we did the fiftieth episode. And I showed some vulnerability. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I did the follow-up episode because people were still like, you didn't answer my question. And right. I interviewed these people that are being so vulnerable. How can I, as the host of this podcast, not be vulnerable? Okay. I realized with all five of us being there, because there was a time where our mom and father were right there with us. Mm -hmm. I miss my family. This is what I mean by that. Okay. One, I miss my brother and sister. That was the first time in four years all of us have been together where it wasn't a memorial service. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was actually just to run, do an errand, actually. It was just to complete, <laughs> clean my mom's garage out. <laughs> but, but, but it was the first time. And then we had dinner and, and drinks afterwards yes. and we got to yes. hang out. Yes. And I was like, man, I, I really miss my siblings. Siblings, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not everybody is close with their siblings. And we're close, even though we may bicker every now and then. We're As close. siblings do. Uh, well, sometimes we've, we know siblings that are nasty to each other. Yes. Uh, that luckily has, in my mind, not been us. Like truly nasty. Yeah, not truly nasty. No, no, no. We've, we have, I don't think we've ever talked to each other like we're just people out on the street. Right. We've never done that. Um, I also missed when all five of us are together. Yeah. I missed that. I think you're on your own with that one. Um. <laughs> I, I know. But, but I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, that, they, and as I was explaining what was going on. And, and and I brought up the comment of how we were. I looked at mom and dad looking at the three of us, and in in my mind, it was reminiscent of when we were kids, and we would go out to dinner. We would go to Red Lobster, and they would look at us, and we would just be joking back and forth, and joking on them, and laughing. It was a laugh at time, and I remember reflecting at mom and dad looking us looking at us, just mm -hmm. like, "Wow, these are our kids. This is pretty dope, right?" Yeah, they were doing that again this past Saturday. And that's yeah. the reason why I had to had to be like, look at y'all co-parenting. 
and you called me an idiot. It did. It felt. It felt very much like a like a shared custody situation. <laughs> but they hanging out with dad, and we were just hanging out, having a good time. Meanwhile, I'm getting texts from mom. Where are you? I love that you spend time with your dad, but what about me? And I was like, okay, this is this is where shared custody. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, drop me off at my mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it that you know so. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to do, at least the three of us, need to do a better job of annually getting together and spending, yeah. I don't know if it's a weekend. Okay, a weekend is all we can do. A weekend uh, is the t- is tops. Yeah, because the last time we spent more than a week together, more than a weekend together is when we were in Hawaii. And it, towards the end, it was it was all we that got, we needed. We got tired of each other yeah. <laughs> pretty quick. So a weekend. Yeah. A weekend. A but we do. Maybe we... Mm, I was going to say maybe we should take trips together, but uh, no, I don't think that's going to work out either. So maybe no, just... because we all, uh, I think the three of us have very different ideas of what chilling is. Very different. Or like vacationing. Very, very different. Like I want to see the historical stuff. You, You're like mom and dad. Club. <laughs> you know, Adam. I don't want to go to the club. We- Yes, every time we go somewhere, Hawaii, you spend a good amount of time in bars and clubs. Bars, yes. Yeah. One, all right, I did go to the hotel club a couple of times because that place yeah. was dope. It was, yeah. it was an extended bar. It wasn't a complete club. But you get what I'm saying. You want to party. Yes. What does our brother want to read a book? You know, have a have a cocktail. Uh, he 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 will do all the things. He's a combination of both of us. Yeah. He wants to do sightseeing. He does want to hang out, but he doesn't want to do all of both. Right. He wants to dabble a little bit. Yeah. Dibble yes. dabble. Dibble dabble. Yeah. Dibble yeah, dabble. Yeah, and as yeah. long as we keep it a weekend, everything is okay. Anything longer kosher. than that, anything longer than that is a major problem. But no, I had, yeah. I was not looking forward. And I know mom is listening to this. I was not looking forward to cleaning out that garage. No. As soon as I no, got no, there. No, first of all, Yes, if she's listening, nobody was looking forward to cleaning up the room. Like, no, that's that shouldn't be a shock. That's not news. Well, you definitely wasn't because you wasn't trying to be there at all. No, and <laughs> I just got a mani pedi. Right. With dad, I, I was listen. Did dad get a mani pedi with you, or did he just yeah. take you? Yeah. Okay. We had a lovely time. Y'all went to brunch. Y'all went yeah, shopping. Yes, we had a great time. And then here, they, here she come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with the fun parent. <laughs> oh, no. I'll tell you what. Now I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah now you're going to get in trouble. Because I can tell you what, right now, mom is fun in her own regard. But uh, as soon as I touch down... <laughs> Good, because I need you to help me with these 18 things that I've been holding on to, waiting for you to get here. And so I'm 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 fixing her phone. I'm, fixing her, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like, I just got here. Mom is the parent that makes you do errands and chores. And she will hold those errands and chores until you get there. She will not try to find ways to fix it no so just wait because i know one of my kids is gonna be here and they can fix this for me which you know what as she should 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. she didn't put in the work because she, put she in the raised work. us, and that right. wasn't easy. No. So, so we owe her a little me, bit. You need me to fix your phone? I got you, Ma. Right. You need me to clean out your garage? All right, Mom, I will make time, and I will go in there, and I will clean it out. You need me to yeah. take down these cabinets? I don't know how we're going to do it, but somehow, some way, we're going to do it. We? We well, going to take okay, down the so cabinets? I, I will give you your credit. Thank you. You took down those cabinets, I took but down that's cabinet. only because you like playing with the sledgehammer. Yes. And I've watched a lot of HGTV. I know how to take some things apart. And <laughs> what about putting them together? Don't, can't, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Something's going to be backwards. I'm going to get upset with it. Uh, actually ask our brother and dad about my office when I first moved in. I started putting the desk together, got upset, something was on backwards. I quit for months. They came <laughs> they came for Thanksgiving and put my office together for me because I just closed the door. I can understand that. Yeah. I just closed yeah. the door. I got mad. I threw whatever tools there were. I threw them and I closed the door and I didn't go back in there for months. Our brother is the one that got all of that mechanical ability. Yes. Because I put together my little, I have an entertainment center with a built-in fireplace. Mm -hmm. uh, and I put that, I was like, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to put it together. The, you did that? Yeah, I did that. And let me tell you, whenever I move, uh, whenever somebody picks it up, it's going to crumble. Because, mm -hmm. because I didn't that put on, right. I didn't put on one of the, the doors or the walls properly. And the, the screws didn't go in. And I was like, I was already 75% done. And I was like, yeah. this is just the way it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. I'm not changing this. And you think, oh, just follow the directions. First of all, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is what we're doing. It's not always clear. When it's put side B using dowel F in, I, I don't listen. Is it? Is it standing? <laughs> then it's done. Look, I'll be looking at the directions. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this in Mandarin? It's regular <laughs> English, but I it's, can't understand it. And I'm like, it's pictures. And, I was like, I'm an intelligent person. It's pictures and it's English. I should be able to put this together, but nope. And Mandarin nope. couldn't look more different from English. Well, I, So I, if I, you I was, are confusing no. it, no. <laughs> I, no, that was because, a joke, Jay. No, that was a joke. No, because okay. these directions really look like that. Yes. <laughs> and this isn't even IKEA stuff. It could be no. something from Target. And I'm just like, damn it, this is this ain't nothing but a nightstand. Why can't I put this together? No, there needs to be English directions and then there needs to be American directions. <laughs> I don't <laughs> what's the difference? I don't I don't I don't know what the difference is. It needs to be is. Fisher Price directions. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right. This is this is really bad. So I bought a TV for my bedroom. I bought a new TV for my bedroom like a year and a half ago. And at first I was putting it on uh, this cabinet that's in my bedroom, but I wanted to rearrange my bedroom and it just wouldn't work with the cabinet. So I was like, you know, I'll just get like a little TV stand that not a, not a full-fledged entertainment center, just literally looks like a, a, a stick figure tree, right? right? It has a pole that you connect the TV to and it comes down into like these three things that touch the ground holds the television steady. I was right. like, I got this. I pull out the directions and I said, I don't got this because yeah. it feels like it's just three poles that I put together. It but feels it's a like lot, it. It's just a lot more than that. So Why guess what? Why are there 
eight bowls in here. Right. Because it was more stuff. And yeah. I said, okay, cool. Let me Google search this. I know there's got to be a video that shows me how to put it together. Sure enough, I found one on YouTube. Perfect. Walked me through step by step. Fantastic. This, this TV stand is still jacked up. The TV nope. leans because the screws didn't go on all the way. I, I try to put they the stand. They definitely should. Well, they did not. Okay? okay. And I don't know if they sent me the wrong screws or what, but the TV stand is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how a lot of stuff in my house is. It's just okay. It's just okay. That's it's all right to be okay. just okay. But I tell you what, though, we got down 40% of those cabinets. 40%. 40%. And that's now the, strong. That's strong. Now, the other 60%, I basically told my brother, we're going to have to hire some people to put bring this down because this yeah, ain't no I mean, more. Like, we ain't got yeah. the right. Yeah, Listen, like we all, all three of us gave up at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all three of us said, guess what? We're done. Well, first one, I, I was the first one to say it. I said, you know you what, did. guys? Uh, I'm done with this. <laughs> but you said it several times before you were actually, like there was lead up. And yes. then by the time you were really done with cleaning out this garage, we all were done. We were like, yes. yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Hey, nope. guess what? My interest in this has worn off. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yep, my interest in this is worn off. The sledgehammer isn't as fun anymore. We we cleared out. The garage was completely cleared out. And yes. we got down 40% of the shelves. I had been there for five hours working. Yeah. I had gotten dust in my face. I put that mask on the goggles. The goggles was fogging up my face. I stepped on something. Some wood particles was in my shoe. I was like, I'm done. This, I'm done. this is it. This yeah. is it. It's starting to get dark and I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can come up with all the excuses in the world, but the truth of the matter is we just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that was it. We were done. Yeah. And we did a good done. enough job. Good enough. Yeah, it was good enough because that garage was packed to the gills. You didn't see it. You didn't see it no. at the beginning. No, but I <laughs> saw the dumpster. I saw the dumpster and I, yeah, I was like, oh, they put some work in on this. <laughs> yes. So I'm coming in late in the game. You're and I was like, in. let me contribute something. You came in when all the junk was out of the garage. It yes. was all out. I had moved it all out. And I say I, my brother was there. Yeah. But all the heavy stuff, I'd either put all that stuff that was on the deck, I put on the deck, and all the, the majority of the stuff that was in that, in that uh, trailer, that was me. Yeah. So when it came down to the shelves and you and our brother took the lead, I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, I hope out a little bit. Let me use my strength to try and get this uh, sludge hammer to work. By the way, that sludge hammer, recoil. It's a monster. I love that you are just sticking to sludge hammer. What is it? Sledge. Sludge, sledge, tomato, tomato. I don't think so. You know I don't speak well. Just let it ride. Sludge is something. It's just something else. Well, whatever. You know who else doesn't speak well? Who? Our former president, Donald J. Trump. And he's in a whole lot of trouble. But we're going to get to that next. Pack show. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here. And welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today... I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves, whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year. There's one brand that's been my go to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. 
Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this, one stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, Liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest. But it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. Jay, before we get to more laughs, mm -hmm. we have to send out, I hate, I hate when people do this, but we have to uh, say these words because this is important and we do mean this. Our prayers and our well wishes to all the people that were injured and to all the family members who lost a loved one yes. in this main mass shooting. Uh, for those of you that don't know, there was a mass shooting in Lewistown, Maine, uh, this past Wednesday evening, October the 25th, mm -hmm. uh, leaving. It's, it, the number is, has been varied. I've seen 18, I've seen 22 people there were killed and dozens injured. Uh, the shooting took place in two different locations. One was a bowling alley where there was a children's league taking place. And then at a local bar, the suspect is, is identified as Robert Card. He's still at large as of the last time, as of the airing of this episode, not the airing of this episode, as the recording of this episode. Yes. Uh, Card is a trained firearms instructor, believed to be an army reservist. Um, and was assigned to a training facility in Maine. Uh, once again, our thoughts and prayers goes out to all those people that lost their lives and the, the family members who, who are affected from this shooting. Yeah, according to um, the Times and the, like, the latest reporting so far at 
the recording of this, um, seven people died at the bowling alley, eight at the bar, and three more at the hospital, bringing mm. the total to 18 that have been identified so far, um, 13 injured um, at the bowling alley and the bar in Lewiston. So very, very sad. Um, certainly for Maine, which um, I believe has only only had 29 uh homicides in 2022 like this is not something uh that's that's normal for them so um definitely a sad sad day and i hope that i hope that by the airing of this episode that they've caught this man i i sincerely hope so and um on my instagram uh, I realized because we follow each other, Joshua Shea was a guest on this podcast. He was the porn addiction um, coach, and um, he lives right around the corner from where this happened. He's safe. His family is oh, safe. Good. And at the okay. recording of this episode, the last I saw on his Instagram is that he doesn't know anybody directly that have been injured, but this was close. And yes. You're going to get all those talking points that come from this per usual. Certain sides are going to say certain things. One side is going to say guns don't kill people. Crazy people with guns kill people, which is partly true. That is partly yes. true, right? Yes. Um, and then you're going to get another side that says we need gun control uh, because this was a permitless carry state. Yes. You don't need a permit or anything. You can just go get your little blankie and be walking around. Open like, carry or concealed. Right. Like Wild they Wild are, West. They like allow the Wild it Wild West. In, um, in Maine without a permit. So uh, and then you're going to get another group of people that say gun control laws. We need to control and restrict the ability to get certain guns. Because once again, this was another situation where this was an AR-15 or AR-15 style rifle mm -hmm. this person was using. And before anybody else says, well, it's just crazy people that you know do this. Yes, that's true. But also, we don't see this in other countries. Not to this level. We don't see this in other countries. Because um, other countries have stricter gun, gun laws. I will say this, yes, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Um, but they could kill a lot fewer people with a Glock than they can with a military-style assault rifle and high-capacity magazines. So uh, we need tighter gun restrictions. Let's Period. Just, let's just put it in, there, in there's, this. There's no reason... If 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 crazy people are going to be able to get their hands on guns, and when I say crazy, I mean people who would murder other people. I'm not talking about because everybody knows I got issues with mental health. It, I'm not out here killing nobody. Like it's we're talking about people who would kill people. There's right. nothing to do with your mental health, even though they try to use that talking point. It's absolutely ridiculous. A majority of the people in the United States have some issue with mental health uh, in, in or during their lifetime. It is about being able to take 
so many lives in such a short period of time. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem with these military style assault rifles and high capacity magazines is the fact that so many lives can be taken in a short period of time. That's, that's the thing we need to be focusing on stopping. And, and to your point, you know, if people want to, we're not, we're talking about gun control, not getting rid of all guns. Cause I believe in guns. I just don't believe that you really need an AR-15. And 18 people, unfortunately, were murdered. Yes. But last I checked, a Glock holds 16 and one in the chamber. And even if there was a dead eye shot, the best that they could do, a mass shooter, would be able to do 17, unless they had multiple guns and they reloaded. But by that time, you can get to a person that has want somebody in a group or a setting could get to a person that has a handgun as opposed to an assault rifle. Right. That changes the game completely. So, you know, I mean, it, it, at the top of the segment, I said, I hate saying these words because everybody says these words. We wish well wishes and prayers. I mean it because yes. well wishes and prayers, but I'm tired of having to say it is the point that I was trying to make. Yes. Um, and a non and really not a good way of expressing it. But five minutes later, the point I was trying to make was I'm tired of having to say those words. Yes. All right, let's try to bring a little bit of laughter to the situation, uh, to the show, not the situation, to the show. You're right. And the next thing that I want to address is we finally got a House speaker. (sighs) (laughs) What? We got a House speaker, a new House speaker, Mike Johnson. Rep. Mike Johnson is a Republican from Louisiana and has been in the House uh, for less than a decade. Mm-hmm. Short run here. He is known for being low key, for being a low key lawmaker, a strong ally of the former president, Donald J. Trump. He's a st- strong, starch, social conservative, and evangelical Christian, Christian nationalist. Uh, mm-hmm. He introduced the national version of a Florida, of the, the national version of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, yeah. uh, with his similar bill called. Stop the Sexualization of Children Act 2022. They are the uh, only ones sexualizing children. Yep. He opposes uh, He opposed certifying the 2020 election, but no surprise there. Anybody that was going to be a House Speaker was probably going to be somebody who opposed certifying the 2020 election and was an election denier. Uh, he voted against further Ukraine aid, is anti-abortion, and supports LGBTQ. Restrictions. You thought I was going to say rights. Nope. No restrictions. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, not a fan of same sex marriage. No, oh, definitely not a sec a, a fan of same no. sex marriage. Um. So you know, you know, that's that's you know, not great. That's, that's what we got. Not well, great. It, it definitely uh, puts twenty twenty four presidential election certification. In uh, it, there's some concerns. Yes and no. Remember, um, remember, of the last House mm-hmm. in 2020, there were 140 Republicans that that voted to not certify the election. It wasn't the entire Republican caucus. Right. There were people that were running for House Speaker who voted 
to certify the election. So it does not mean necessarily that the 2024 election will be in, you know, peril. Maybe. 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 But I don't think that would have been any different if Kevin McCarthy had stayed the the House Speaker. I think there always was going to be a little something I, funny going on there. Nah, I no. I honestly, and I have zero faith in Kevin McCarthy, but I actually would have had more faith in him certifying the actual presidential election results than I do this guy, Mike Johnson. And I think everybody, listen, the politics are there just because he's like a sleeper cell just because this guy is under the radar and nobody really knows him that well and he doesn't have a long tenure, his views are clear. His views are very clear. Um, so we'll see the first bit of legislation that he brings up. What's he's, uh, he's dangerous. And this is the reason why he's dangerous. He holds extreme far-right views. Mm-hmm. But he looks like Stephen Colbert. When you look at him, when you look at him, there's no, when you looked at Kevin McCarthy, he was like, man, I just want to smack you in the face. He had one of those type of faces that was smackable. You know what I mean? You know, those type of people that just look like, I don't like you because of the way you look. My man, uh, Mike Johnson, he seems like a nice guy. That's how they get you. Yeah. He looks like a nice guy. It's kind of like when they tried to put, the 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 friendly face over the clan by using David Duke. David Duke was very presentable to the masses as somebody who didn't look like he was crazy. A lot of those Republicans that was up there, uh, Jim Jordan, Scalise, maybe not so much Scalise, but yeah, Scalise, they look a little crazy. Mm-hmm. My man Mike, he don't look too crazy to me. He looks he looks affable, and that's that's the ones you gotta yeah. You got to keep an eye on. He has an uphill battle ahead of him. I mean, he's fifth string at this point um, as far as. But he got all the votes. He unified the entire Republican caucus. Did he or are they just tired? Mm -mm. I think they're just tired. I think that had a lot to do with it. I don't think he I don't think this guy, Mike Johnson. This nobody who even knows who this guy is. Somebody said they had to Google him. Like, it was uh, Nancy Pelosi, I think. <laughs> Somebody said they had to Google him, and that was hilarious. Uh, I don't know that he unified the party. I think they're tired, and they know they need they can't have this go on any longer because it's really gonna uh, be a threat to all of their um, reelection bids. Like they they had to get going. They had to get the house back up and running. Only the Republicans who are moderates, the ones who are the far right, the extremists in their districts, they're just fine. Yeah, I mean, they loved him. They yeah, love him. They're, 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 they're just he's fine. He's got it's an uphill battle. Um, you know, they got the government funding deadline that's coming up. Um, Israel, Ukraine. Ukraine. I'm uh, going to. He's got, and then just controlling his his conference and this is coming from this is fox news is saying this <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> i saw an article on fox news that i that i was like yeah you don't have to deal with all that um yeah. you know Good what luck. i'm gonna sit back and wait and not judge i want to see what he does if he comes up 
And there is no fight to fund the government when that deadline comes on November 17th. Then I'm like, okay, because really he's only going to hold that office for about a year. Because mm-hmm. I think 2024, with the, the, the points that Republicans are running on, not all Republicans, I have to say that, not all Republicans, but essentially what the party is running on, national abortion ban, restricting rights for LGBTQ plus community people, decreasing aid to Ukraine, taking away women's rights, uh, taking away DEI. I don't think that those are things that are palatable to the masses and it's no. turning off people. So we'll see. You know, I I don't want a, a super. Well, yeah, I don't want a super majority. I don't. I, there needs to be people bringing in ideas of things that you're not paying attention to or that you don't see. There needs to be other perspectives. Mm-hmm. That are solicited, not unsolicited perspectives, but solicited perspectives that are different than yours. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. I know a lot of people that believe what they believe. They only look up to uh, they only look up things to reinforce what they believe and never look at opposing viewpoints. Whether you, whether you agree with their vo- op- op- opposing viewpoints or not, I think it's important to at least hear the other side fully and grasp it. You can, after you get all the information, you can say, nah, I still don't agree with that. Or you might be like, you know what? I don't agree with not all of it. Some of it, okay. I can see where there are parallels to. So I don't want a supermajority. I want Republicans to, to be represented in, in the Congress and the government. I want that. I want Democrats to be represented in the Congress and the government. Uh I just don't want those far right people represented because there's nothing that they're saying to me and I pay attention that resonates with me because they often talk about how they feel canceled, but all of their actions are trying to cancel other people that they don't agree with. Right. So that hypocrisy, you know how much I can't stand hypocrisy. That hypocrisy annoys the hell out of me. So I just don't respect them. Yeah. But (laughs) that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to leave my judgment open. You know, I know what his views are right now, but that doesn't mean that he'll lead that way. Mm. Time time will tell, but he hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt for me. I hope that uh, that the people will be represented in the in the people's house. Um, That has yet to be seen to me. Uh, It just seems like it's hundreds of people with their own personal agendas, but all right. Um, That's politics. Yeah, that is. That's politics, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. (laughs) Okay, was that was that is that that's politics theme song? Yes. All right. And that's what that's, it is, but I don't have a whole lot of. I I am not excited about this guy. I, I didn't mean, say excited. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I'm not gonna give him the benefit of the doubt either. I'm gonna expect the worst. Well, I'm gonna expect, expect the, worst. the worst, but hope for the best. Sure, if you can find <laughs> a little bit of hope <laughs> in a world on fire, <laughs> I'm not gonna take it away from you. Well, there is a little bit of hope. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> And, and and what do I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen? Mark Meadows. Yes. Y'all might remember him. He's the former chief of staff for Donald J. Trump. 
has been granted immunity by the special counsel, Jack Smith. Y'all know Jack Smith. Jack Smith is that one that got that super huge case on a uh, federal case on on Trump for them from them documents. Uh, he has spoken with Smith's team at least three times this year alone. OK, including once before a federal grand shooting or jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meadows informed Smith's team that he's repeatedly told Trump in the weeks after the 2020 presidential elections that the allegations of significant voter fraud coming to them were baseless. He also said that Trump was being dishonest with the public when he first claimed to have won an election only hours after polls closed on November 3rd, 2020. But, uh, and according to sources, Meadows privately told Smith's investigators that he has yet to see any evidence of fraud that would have kept now President Joe Biden from the White House. So basically, he just sunk Trump and said, yeah, Trump was lying to y'all. Yeah. And I told and him not immunity. to do it. And, well, he didn't say he didn't tell him not to do it. He told him. He told him. <laughs> 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 that the claims of voter fraud were baseless. Yeah, that's what he said. That is essentially saying, hey, you about to go out here and lie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm letting you know that what you are about to say is a lie. That's all I'm going to say about that. What do you think Trump's... You do with that what you will. What do you think Trump's response was? That's lies. No, 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 no. What do you think Trump's response was to finding out Meadows had immunity? Oh, I would love to know. Okay, Trump responded to Meadows' statements by suggesting that Meadows would be a weakling and coward to take any immunity deal with federal prosecutors. (laughs) In a pair of true social posts, Trump said he doesn't believe Meadows would turn on him, but noted that his former chief of staff has been threatened with persecution and might be tempted to an uh, immunity agreement. Basically saying because he's being pressured so much, he might be tempted to lie. But he ain't lying, Craig. He ain't lying. He ain't got to lie, Craig. He ain't got to lie. Yeah, no. Uh, he's not lying. And the, and and this comes on the heels of Fulton County, Fulton County, them. Georgia. Uh, another plea deal. First, we we had Sidney Powell. Yep. Who that alone, getting her to uh, to plead guilty and take a deal was enough. Right. Okay. But then you got Kenneth Chesbro. Cheeseburger. Another, cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Another one of Trump's lawyers. And now Jenna Ellis, uh, who made a tearful uh, <laughs> renunciation of her um, dealings with, with Trump and, uh, and also took a plea deal. So, hey, these are all looking real good, real good, feeling real good about it, feeling great about it, about both of these cases. So, and I've told you over and over you and still over again. S- okay, you he say ain't he's going to jail. You say, I now it is my turn to hope <laughs> for the best. <laughs> Look, I have said it once and I'll say it again. Rich white men in this country 
only go to jail for them for their crimes when they have taken money, possessions, or something of importance from other rich white men. And it is those other rich white men that they've taken something from that push to send that person to jail. Other than that, he ain't going to jail. I don't, you're not wrong. So are you saying that uh, my man's, oh, our favorite, our favorite congressman. George Santos. You saying George is going down? Oh, George is going down. George is going down. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) first of all, he ain't rich. No. He ain't white. No. (laughs) But he definitely took money from them. Oh yeah. He definitely took money. He Yes. Yes. He stole money. He stole. He is going to jail. Yeah. He definitely is. And any any white man in George Santos's case, they go into jail. Mm-hmm. Because once again, they took money from other rich white folks. Right. That's when you go to jail if you're a rich white man in this country. Now, rich white women will go to jail. Yeah. They'll go to jail. Oh, they'll Martha Stewart you in a second. Right. They sent Martha Stewart to jail. Mm hmm. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, they had to <laughs> it had to be a groundswell to send him to jail. I'm just simply saying, yeah, when you're a rich white man in this country, you're almost above the law. Almost. Almost. Unless you get on the wrong side of other rich white men. That's it. That's the only time. And he hasn't gotten on the wrong side of other rich white men. Other rich white men still love Donald Trump because he fattened their pockets. Well, I still have faith in District Attorney Willis and her team and the extraordinary work they've done on this RICO case. Well, you know, Willis and Jack Smith are working together. So so uh Jim Jordan would have us believe. Well, no, no, no. They're well, no, they're they're, you know, he when they're Sidney Powell. Jenna Ellis and Cheeseburger, when they plead guilty, they can now be witnesses mm-hmm. in the federal case. Oh. So Jack Smith is like, yeah, you know, I might, I might want to go ahead. Why not stack the decks? Why not get as many witnesses as you can? Eventually, mm-hmm. everybody's going to crumble around Trump. Rudy Giuliani is next. I think that does, that's the last domino. Because who else does he have? Unless his kids turn on him. I don't think his kids going to turn the on kids, him. The kids won't. They won't. Well, maybe Eric. He ain't the brightest. That's true. Eric might turn. All the lights are on upstairs. <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> you got anything less uh, left? Not less. Anything left to add to all of these current news events? You got any current news that you want to throw out there? That uh, we, that was packed. That was that jam was packed. packed. We had. This <laughs> been a hell of a week. <laughs> <laughs> Only Thursday. We still got another day left. But well, that's been, the work week. I mean, yeah. things happened last weekend. Things was happening. That's you were true. sending you were sending me stuff on Sunday, chuckling about another one turned. Yep. And another one. And <laughs> another one. And another one. <laughs> All yeah. right, guys. We're not done with what I think are funny situations. Up next, we're gonna talk about Dwight Howard. And his case that he's got going on. Now, Jay, I 
found a story to me that was very fascinating. And I was like, hey, I would like to talk about this today. And I would like to hear your point of view. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you would like to hear my point of view. But first, mm-hmm. I got to give people a little background as what exactly are we talking about? Dwight Howard. Some of you guys might know him. Some of you guys might not. He is a former NBA player. He's now playing overseas. He was a a phenomenal player. He was the last high school player taken first in the NBA draft. Okay. So he was phenomenal. He was a three-time defensive player of the year, multiple-time all-star, went to the NBA finals and lost to Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, Franchise-type center. Okay. Um. He is facing a civil lawsuit filed by Stephen Harper. Harper alleges that he was sexually assaulted by Howard and another person. Harper went to police uh, a year later to report the incident that happened in July of 2022. According to a report from the uh, police department, no no charges were filed at that point. That's the reason why he's doing a civil lawsuit. Uh, Howard denies the allegations of, listen to this, false imprisonment, inflicting emotional distress, and that he sexually assaulted Harper uh, or forced him to receive or perform any sexual acts. Uh, Stephen Harper is a gentleman. So is Dwight Howard. So the first part of this is it's pretty clear Dwight Howard is gay. I personally do not care about that. Okay. A lot of people on the internet do care. A lot of men on the internet do care. And at first I was reading about it and I was like, why do these guys care so much? It's so many closeted gay men. But then somebody brought it to attention when you look up to people and they fall short of what you thought that they were, that there's disappointment in that. And there's some truth in that, mm-hmm. right? I'm very disappointed in Bill Cosby. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in R. Kelly. I'm very disappointed in some of Drake's actions. One of my friends accused me the other day of saying, you don't like Dave Chappelle. I was like, are you kidding me? I love Dave Chappelle. Have loved Dave Chappelle before the Chappelle show. Right. I took my family to go see Dave Chappelle in College Park in 1999, when he was doing a stand-up performance, I love Dave Chappelle. He's disappointed me. So I can understand how people were looking at, some men were looking at Dwight Howard, looked up to him, and have disappointed in his actions. It doesn't always have to be uh, gay hate. But also, a lot of that is gay hate. Yeah. A lot of that is men who are closeted and are ashamed of it. And are lashing out. Yeah. Now, what is true? What is absolutely true, what Howard does not deny, is that they did hook up. That he, that Harper DM'd him on Instagram. That Dwight gave him the digits. Yeah. That they exchanged, you know, they, they were sexting. That Harper did come over. That there was a third person who there's a there's a question of if this person was trans or if this person was a drag queen. There, it's up, but there was a third person and Dwight wanted to have a little, you know, little threesome 
and that there were sex acts performed. But he's saying that there was no situation in which he was imprisoning Stephen Harper and that all of all the things that happened weren't consensual. Meanwhile, suspiciously, he has not been in the NBA for two years. He still can play. And some people are speculating that NBA teams knew that this lawsuit were coming and decided they didn't want to deal with it, which you can understand if he's got some legal. Well, this isn't legal trouble. This isn't legal trouble. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 civil trouble. It's civil. Yeah. So, OK, that's not a good argument. Teams shouldn't pass up. It's pretty clear the teams would pass up because it's pretty clear that Howard is at least bisexual because he's been married before and he has kids and and all that other stuff. But. I found it fascinating. What do you think? Once upon a time. <laughs> Once upon a time, not long ago. Okay. A phenomenal actress by the name of Laverne Cox was asked by TMZ what she thought about little Nas X uh, coming out as gay. Mm-hmm. And sis said, I think it's great. I think more people in Hollywood should come out. And the interviewer said, do you think there's more? And she looked at him and said, girl. And that, <laughs> and that girl to me and to so many of us rang out like a bell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of that girl said to me, Laverne Cox's DMs got some of Hollywood's elite in it. Okay. Okay. So who's Laverne Fox? Is a- Laverne Laverne Cox? Laverne uh, Cox. Okay. She is a trans actress. Okay, that was kind of important to say that from the jump because oh, just, I thought yeah, everybody you, would just know who Laverne Cox was. No, I right. I don't know who Laverne Cox is. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I do not know who Laverne um, Cox is. So that okay, Laverne Cox is a trans. Actress, yes. so she identifies as female. Yes. Okay, and her DMs have been blowing up. I just know it. Like that's what that girl said to me. Mm-hmm. That girl, girl. Yeah, that's exactly the way she said it, mm-hmm. and that's what it said to me. That it's it's Hollywood. I mean, all of this is Hollywood, right? Sports, that's the reason why they call well sports entertainment. Why. It's it's all it's all Hollywood. Right. Well. Sort of, but yes, it's not sports entertainment. It's not the WWE, but but yes, sports is entertainment, whether they want to be an entertainment vehicle or not. It is entertainment. But it is yes. an, it's entertainment. So all yeah. of the, I mean, they all get invited to the same parties. Like yes, it's, it's they all, do. This is all entertainment. It's all Hollywood. Yeah. Everybody's going to be a little gay every once in a while. It's Hollywood. Well, this is my thing. <laughs> this is my thing. If you go through the NBA... NHL, NFL, Major League Baseball. There's no, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, but there, there might be, there might be a few, there might be a few that are openly gay males playing in these sports. But we know for a fact that there are way more. Charles Barkley has said it all the time. Charles Barkley has said, "Hey, man, we all know we all had gay teammates. They just haven't come out." Yes. And 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 to me. You know, I, I, I speak to Rick Clemens and, and I speak to to other people who are gay or part of the LGBTQ plus community. And to me, who's not a part of that community, I look at them and I say, hey, it's a lot more accepting 
why are people not coming out? Why are they still afraid to come out? And then you get Mike Jones. It's not Mike Jones. It's Mike Johnson. Then you get Mike Johnson, who's elected to House Speaker, third in line to the president. The president goes down. It's then the vice president. And then Mike Johnson. If if something happens to the president and the vice president, Mike Johnson becomes president. Yes. Right. That's uh, that's how close he is. And you have somebody like that who has openly tried to create legislation that is against the LGBTQ plus community. And then I'm like, yeah, of course you would stay hidden. If you have a lot to lose, because there's still yeah. a large segment of the population here in America mm-hmm. that won't accept you. And if you're an athlete and you're trying to get endorsements and things like that, plus there are some sports teams that probably don't want to have you in the locker room if you're openly gay. And it's going to take, I was saying to somebody earlier, it could have been Dwight Howard. It has to take somebody who's an all-star franchise player, somebody that is uh, a remarkable athlete that their talent can't be denied. So they can't be blackballed. Dwight's old now, but I'm talking about when he was younger, Right. that, that comes out that has to lead that charge. There has to, somebody has to be, the martyr for the cause. You're going to take some hits and it's going to be a rough road, but somebody has got to be the first. Where is the Jackie Robinson of the LGBTQ plus community in sports? And it was a guy named Michael Sand. Mm-hmm. I do. Remember. Uh, but he's that came into the NFL draft. He was an award winner, a linebacker of the year winner. And yeah. he fell to the seventh round. I think he played one season in the NFL and that was it. And then they tried they tried to say, well, he didn't have a lot of talent. Didn't have a lot of talent. <laughs> he was a number one linebacker in college football. No, you just didn't want to deal with a gay man in your locker room, an openly gay man in your locker room, because there are right. closeted gay men in your locker room. Yes. So, you know, I don't know. Um, he he responded. He um Dwight Howard made a post, something to the effect of y'all are weird for worrying about what happens in my bedroom. And he's right. Um, I don't know that that's particularly what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the sexually assault, sexual assault and battery allegations. That's, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. So there was a police report. It was made. I believe a year after the incident, but no charges were filed. Um, so I guess that's why they went the civil route. It's all also apparently Dwight blocked him on social media. And so following mm-hmm. that, he made the police report and filed the civil case. So, so, eh. so it's a little, it's a little, he said, he said, right. Um, and and you have to know who Dwight Howard is. You have to see him. He's a six foot ten chiseled human being. At one point he was the strongest or second strongest player in the NBA. Yeah. Um, and, and there's gonna be stupid guys out there that say, Well, men can't make you men can't make other men perform sexual acts on them. Uh have you seen any episode of Oz? <laughs> have you heard any prison stories? This this happens. Yes. Uh, this can happen. This can happen to you. I think it was like six or seven years ago, there was a group of men in a white van driving around in D.C. that would pull men off of the street and sexually assault them in the van. And the police said there's a few reports of this. It was like four or, four, four or five reports. But we know that there's more and that the men just aren't coming forward. Yeah. 
So sexual assault between men is a real thing. Yes. This could be a real thing. I wanted to talk about the more, the larger societal issue of why anybody cares, number one. And number two, when are we going to get that athlete that comes out as gay? In a perfect world for the LGBTQ plus community, God, I just hope this doesn't get aggregated. It would be LeBron James because there's nothing that you could say about his talent or Tom Brady or or, or Peyton Manning at his height. These people. Somebody on that level. Somebody not on that level. Specifically, but not like them specifically. Them, yeah. I'm not calling any of those men gay. Uh, not that there would be anything wrong with it if they were. I'm right. not saying that they are. I'm saying hypothetically somebody on that level. But Dwight Howard at well, one I mean, time was on that level. You're asking about the Jackie Rob- Jackie Robinson was on that level. That's why. Uh, no, he wasn't the best uh, Jack- player Jack- from that league. Jackie was good. Jackie was good, but he wasn't as good as Sasha Page. But the point is, Jackie was good. Jackie was good, was, but he was also palatable because he right. was an, you know, he was a World War II veteran, and and there were there were things politically that went into Jackie Robinson being chosen to be the first black player to enter the uh, Major League Baseball. But again, but that makes him a bigger figure. That backstory. Mm-hmm. So you're right. To, so to piggyback off what I was saying, you're right. You're yeah. right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. Um, I also think Would it's you, funny being outed this way. Yeah. N- n- I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that it's I don't know that it's funny. If um, it if it if it wasn't an assault. Yeah. Right? Because we don't know for sure or not. It's an allegation. It's an allegation. Yes. That the police decided not to file charges on, but that just could have meant that they were like, well, we there's no real we can't can't there's no case here. But that right. doesn't mean it didn't happen just because they decided not to file charges. Right. If if this is a situation where somebody was trying to get money and is mad that that, that Dwight blocked them, this is a funny way of being outed. Right. That's funny because it's in a civil suit. So du- Dwight can't claim he's lying. He's got to be like, all right, this, so this did happen. But this was consensual because my man has got receipts because he's got. Yeah. He's got text messages and videos and pictures that Dwight sent him. So mm-hmm. Dwight can't not. I just find the Uber receipt humorous. to his house. Right. <laughs> right. So send, send that man a car service, bro. Right. <laughs> right. If you're trying to hide it, be a little bit more discreet. Right. I don't think he was. He was trying to hide it because there were some rumors in, in 2019 that he might be gay, but they didn't really like stick. So he was absolutely trying to hide this part of his life. I don't know that he was trying to hide it so much as he just didn't talk about it. I mean, is that really hiding it? If To feel like people don't, aren't entitled to know about that part of your life, which oh, I feel true. like is fair. Yeah. Um, so to just not address it, I don't know that that's necessarily hiding it. Um but if you, you know, if you take in the DMs, from the, I mean, obviously, obviously the girls out here know that you can DM Dwight Howard. But hold he on, might though. answer. I have a public profile on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
I don't get some of these DMs are filtered. Like some of them are restricted. I don't get, I don't see some of them. And then some people have to send me there. Some, some people have to comment in a post to say, Hey, I just sent you a DM. And I'm like, I don't get no DM. And then I go into my DMs and I see this little, this little button that I got to push. That's all these other DMs that I didn't even know that were there. Yeah. You know, and ladies, if y'all want to send me nudes in my DM, sorry, mama, I, I will accept all nudes. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I will not accept all nudes. <laughs> well, and listen, nobody got time to part and parcel what you will and won't accept. Ladies, 100% of y'all send No, no not 100% of y'all. <laughs> Every not last one, shoot no. shot, ladies, because you never know. <laughs> no, you just I'm, never know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Some of y'all, ladies, you shoot your shot. I'm I'm blocking it like. Well, no, I was gonna say blocking it like Dwight Howard, but I'm not blocking it like that. <laughs> ladies, shoot your shot. It's open. <laughs> I am open. And, but, <laughs> willing, willing to accept all comers. No, I'm not willing to accept all comers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm protecting the paint. I'm protecting the paint. Not Ooh. everybody can get their shot up. Ladies, send them. <laughs> no, if you're out there and you're listening, send them. Uh, you got but any I mean, more to add to this? But I mean, the the fact is, it wasn't it wasn't that secret. If Mr. Harper knew that he could send that little DM, I guess, I guess not. Through well, I'm sure they're well in certain I'm... circles, quiet as it's kept. Yada yada yada. Dwight's about that life. Well, you know where Dwight's from? Where? Hot Atlanta. Also, so okay, and this is a guy. It looks like charges everything was filed in Gwinnett County. Uh, so this is uh, that is a. Gwinnett County is not Atlanta, um, but <laughs> it's Atlanta adjacent. It's Atlanta adjacent. So, okay. yeah. So listen, around, <laughs> around town, <laughs> people know what's up. You can't oh. miss a 6'10 brother. Like you just can't <laughs> miss him at the clubs. Okay. You can't miss him. So no, you can't. There you have it. There it is. I sincerely hope that uh, that these allegations are false because I yeah. would never want this to happen to anyone. Right. Um, it's kind of, it's almost so. Jive like taste it. Mm. For people that don't know, the D.C. area, Jive like is an expression. And yeah. some, I just brought out a slang in the D.C. area. But yeah. it's Jive like, like we laughing at sexual assault. We're not. I'm no. not. I'm not. Um, I'm saying the situation of him being outed, mm-hmm. somewhat, somewhat humorous. And and you know everybody wants to know who Kitty is, and so do I. Kitty is the third person who was there. That's um, right. The potentially trans, maybe cross dressing individual that was there. What is what is what would we what is cross dressing? In the LGBTQ plus community, because drag is not part of the the alphabet. Would it be queer? Yeah, because you don't need to be. You don't necessarily have to be gay to dress in drag. Right, right. And that's that's something that people don't realize. Yeah. It's like yo, know, some people dress in drag and do performances because they're really good at being Fantasia. Yeah, they're right? just really like, good at it. Yeah. Um, 
it, would that be queer then? Uh, no, it'd just be a, well. This person obviously, uh, obviously was gay or bi. Um, but we don't because nobody knows who Kitty is. Look, Kitty gonna be found. Somebody, I need to. Know, I need Kitty's side of the story because <laughs> Kitty know everything. Kitty, Kitty knows, knows what actually happened. Everything. So, and so I'm starting to think that if there was a police report and the police investigated it, that they spoke to Kitty. They had to because there's an there's a witness, so they had to interview Dwight. Mm-hmm. And if there's a third person there and there was a third person there, Dwight has to say, well, this is who it was. And right. the police would have to interview this person. And this person could lie on behalf of Dwight or they could have been telling the truth. And that's the reason why they didn't press charges. fact of the matter is we need to interview the police department. I need, I need more information on all this. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Well, hopefully this information will come out. And well, this is civil suit trial, so and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, my initial gut reaction is always to believe the victim. I'd rather be wrong about a victim um, than, uh, you know, be wrong. <laughs> you lost your train of thought. <laughs> I did, like, like in the <laughs> middle of saying it. <laughs> I'd rather be wrong about them in this way than to you and you'd rather be wrong in the support of the victim right. than be uh I, there's right a word yeah there's I a don't word know what it, is, it is hey hey not y'all disapprove we, like like the, what is the antithesis of support ADHD 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 hold on cuz now that's not the antithesis of antithesis antithesis good lord i was trying to say a word the other other day and I was trying to say not adversaries, but um, something else. And I was with the person and I was like, man, you know the word I'm trying to say. He was like, this is the word. And I was like, thank you. I just couldn't get it yeah. out. I was tongue tied. Yes. Tongue tied? Yeah, tongue tied. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've been filming this for an hour and we're starting to get tired. I <laughs> would rather. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get it. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> I'd it rather out. be wrong in support of the victim. They uh-huh. be wrong in support of the perpetrator. Okay. That's what I would rather be wrong in support of the victim. That's okay. how I feel. I mean, we all knew where you were going with it, but I'm glad yes, that you finally able to get that out. But my brain, you know what? Because the cutoff for me is an hour. <laughs> we got another show to film after this. Yeah, but that we get a little break. I get, you know, yeah, you know, I get a sip of some juice or something. <laughs> I just hate the way you said juice. Re- I've always hated the way you said juice. What is wrong with the way I say juice? You just focus so much on this at the end of it. it just it's juice, not juice. It is juice. No, it's juice. I don't know. I don't know how I'm saying it. Any You're saying it's juice. You put an extra emphasis I on the s- I don't do that. It's juice. <laughs> See what you just did it again. Juice. <laughs> it's just juice. It's just I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, what do you want to tell the people out there? Because this episode is over. <laughs> the episode is over. That's all I want to tell the people. <laughs> there isn't a good antonym for support. I guess well, it's just not support. Well, I just found out what antonym meant. I thought that meant antebellum. Anyway, on that oh. note. 
And for anybody who's wondering, jive-like means similar to. So so and so is jive-like Uncle Remus. That's means, one way. It means that's they're one way similar to, to or something like that. If you're wondering what jive-like is, I, I thought there was more meanings for it than that. But yeah, similar to pretty much sums it up. Because mm-hmm. even if you say, even if you say, man, it's jive-like, you're trying to carry me. Right. That is saying it seems like. Yeah. You're trying to joke on me. It feels like you're trying to carry me. Well, if it feels like you're trying to carry me, it feels like you're trying to joke on me. Because carry me is another DC slang term for joking on me or trying to embarrass me or. Right. Joking on me in a negative way. Like you're, you're trying to embarrass me. And if you hit that Joe at the end, it's jive like it seems like you're trying to carry me, Joe. That is a straight DC slang. Mm-hmm. Or if you say you from jive, our era, I from don't, our era, I don't know. That's how we spoke in the, in the early, '90s and the two thousand late '90s and two thousands. Yeah, I don't know how they speak in DC anymore. So something is Mo. Mo is out there. Well, Mo has always been around, and Mo ain't Mo ain't been like I never said Mo. We always said Joe. Yeah. And Joe turned him over. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's the end of this episode. Yeah. Remember, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us at unsolicitedperspectives.com. That gives you everything that you need as far as our video and audio. I don't even know why I run through this uh, at the end of every episode because there's, there's an end episode segment where I say all these same things again and repeat it. Uh, but whatever, just giving you that information in case you cut it off as soon as our faces are no longer here if you're watching it uh, or if you're listening to the audio. But on that note, like always, I'll holler. Woo! That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock with will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast. But the real party is on our Patreon page, After Hours Uncensored and Talking Straight-ish. After Hours Uncensored is another show with my sister. And once again, the key word there is Uncensored. Those are exclusively on our Patreon page. Jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us. That's where you can get all of our audio, video, our blog blogs and even buy our merch and if you're really feeling genuine and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donations go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciative most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time Audi 5000, peace.